right. Well, welcome to the podcast, everybody. It is Garrett Anderson coming at you live on Friday, November 18th, 2016. And uh, I am getting ready to head out the door to go north from uh, Phoenix to Flagstaff. Uh, and then uh, on up north to the Grand Canyon this weekend doing a little uh hike down with my buddy he uh he's a very experienced wilderness guy and uh he's uh he invited me down to do a backpacking trip into the grand canyon and uh it's pretty cool so uh the only uh the only issue is that i'm pretty afraid of heights so i'm gonna have to be overcoming some anxiety about this trip um which i think is part of the joy and the healthy uh the healthy struggle of it all is to show up and and uh, have a good attitude uh be be careful not to slip um and uh you know come back stronger for facing your fears and obviously hopefully getting to enjoy some beautiful majesty of mother earth going down into one of mother earth's crevices one of her grand canyons um, um, yeah, so I am nervous and sorry, a little sip of coffee there. I uh, want to get a little pep in my step before hitting the road here this evening. Um, yeah, so my wife has been super cool about it. My wife had a really extensive outdoor experience with her, um, when she was in college, uh, she decided to do this program called, uh, Knowles North wait, National Outdoor Leadership School. It's been a while since I've thought what that acronym stands for. Uh, National, N-O-L-S, National Outdoor Leadership School. And she hiked the Pacific Northwest and backpacked for, I think, three months, I want to say. I know I kind of second-guess myself when I say that out loud because I'm like, wait, that's a really long time. Was it really that long? But I think it was with some breaks, um, you know, stopping in town, reprovisioning. But she like got schooled on how to do the backpacking thing, how to be an outdoorsy person. And uh, she came back with this awesome perspective. And, and, you know, like I think before she went on this experience, like it was transformative before she went on it. Um, she felt lost and, and was struggling and wasn't really sure how to make the most of herself and the most of her, her existence, you know, that kind of teen angsty thing had carried over into college a little bit. And, uh, I think everybody can relate to it. You know, once you get to a certain age of, of sort of reasoning and, and thinking about reflecting on yourself and what you're doing with your life, you know, there's, there's a little bit of angst that comes with that exercise. So she was, uh, she needed a, something different and, and this was a great opportunity for her to prove to herself that she was so much more than the day-to-day grind and the, you know, uh, hustling at the local restaurant and, and bartending to pay for community college or, or whatever it was. And she came back and, and we, we met each other and I just saw this spark in her eye And I was like, okay, now she's ready. Now she's like the woman that I want to marry and, and make a life with. And because she was just so cool. She was just so cool. And uh, I hope I'm a little bit cooler when I come back from the Grand Canyon. And I'm all like so excited jumping out of my bones, um, jumping out of my skin, excited. Um, Yeah, you can't really jump out of your bones. How would you jump out of your bones? I don't know. Maybe that's when you're when you're thinking, when you're living in between your ears, you're jumping out of your bones. Hey, I gotta think about that. Let me jump out of my bones for a second. 
okay, yeah, let's do it. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm jumping out of my skin excited that when I come back, I'll have this experience under my belt where I can say, oh, you know, this is what it was like for me. What was that like for you? Did you think about this when you were out there? Oh, oh man, you know, I'm sure I'm going to have like blisters and whatever else, some physical hardships to get through. I'm trying to mentally prepare myself for that and just like embrace the whole experience of it because, you know, I'm, I'm kind of a softy. So it would be good to have a little bit of, hey, you've got a struggle and the struggle is real and like get back to mother nature. Um, I've got a couple probably unfounded fears. One of them, I mean, of course, walking along narrow ledges with a canyon on one side is, is kind of scary. Another one for me is if we're sleeping down. Oh, so the plan is, um, go over tomorrow morning. First thing tomorrow morning, get, uh, try to figure out what kind of permit we can get. Um, my buddy is pretty experienced in this, in this realm and I'm just letting him kind of, he's my Sherpa, you know, he's, he's gonna help me, uh, help lead me through this experience, which is as a side note, something that I've learned about myself is that I'm, I really like having mentors and guides and teachers to get into things, but I'm a little reluctant to ask for help. So it's, that sounds kind of like a paradox. And honestly, it does put me in a place of feeling stuck. Like I'm not experiencing as much as I could because I'm unwilling to ask for help or I haven't had a guide, um, just kind of volunteer and say, Hey, I will show this. Like, I will show you this, like, let's go do it. Um, so I've noticed that in my life, uh, my father-in-law is my de facto golf coach. Um, you know, my buddy who's taking me in the Grand Canyon is going to be my, my outdoor uh, experience guy, you know, uh, my back country, um, leader. And I'm really excited. Uh, we're good. We're good buddies. Um, he was actually with me at fish last, uh, two weekends ago. And, uh, so we'll have a very different experience this time around. It was actually on the drive home from Vegas fish that we were brainstorming and like, Hey, we got to get out. We got to do some hiking and stuff. Um, so he's going to be my, my sort of my guide here. So yeah, Saturday morning, wake up early, uh, get a permit from the backcountry office, figure out where we're going to hike. He's got one in mind that he's crossing his fingers. We can get a permit for now. N- normally you should do this ahead of time, of course. So we're kind of winging it in that regard, but, uh, you know, again, trying to go with the flow. Um, so we're going to get up there early, um, figure out where, where we can go. If it is the hike, um, into the Canyon that he wants to do, he says it's another hour and a half drive from the offices, from the central offices. So it's a a little inconvenient that we have to stop and pick up our permit, but, uh, definitely, definitely want to do it the right way. Um, and he's like, you know, whatever's available, we'll be able to figure something out. Um, so he's pretty confident in that regard. Um, and I, you know, now that I say it, I think that confidence piece is, is part of what I latch onto in a guide or a mentor, uh, or a Sherpa or a Zen master, um, <laughs> is that I can defer my anxiety onto that person. <laughs> I'm like, all right. So, you know, if you're not worried about the trail having too narrow of a ledge, um, then I, I guess I won't be worried about it either. And then that way, at least I'm not anxious about it. And even if it does come to pass, at least I've got a little bit more confidence, uh, you know, or, or I'm just in more in that sort of like athlete flow of it all. I'm not tense because I'm nervous about what might happen. I'm just taking it step by step. Um, so, uh, yeah. So I latch on to the confidence of, of a mentor by deferring my anxiety onto them. You know, if I've got my father-in-law out there, showing me things and making minor adjustments to my golf swing and I shank a ball, you know, I'm like, Oh, well, you know, we're, we're, we're just trying different things. He's my, he's my coach. Um, 
you know, I'm, I've got, I'm going to have some bad shots because this guy's here. But if, maybe if I was there by myself and I had a bad shot, I'd be like, oh, my God, if anybody saw that, they think I'm an idiot. You know, so I don't know. There's this weird sort of transference of anxiety onto mentors and teachers, which and, and they they may or may not even feel it. Like I've been trying to play it pretty cool with my buddy. I'm like, hey, man, I'm up for whatever. Let's go do it. Um, you know, I had to had to get myself some legit hiking boots. So I'm a little bit nervous that those aren't all the way broken in. But uh, so the other funny thing is, um, I don't really know what to bring. I don't know what to pack. He's like, you know, we're going to backpack in, like, we're going to have all of the shit we need for the whole time um, on our backs. So you're going to want to be very judicious about what you choose to bring and, and how to make it as light as possible, because every ounce is an extra ounce that you're carrying in. Um, so I'm like, I don't know what to do. I've got these different layers and different coats and like a raincoat. So I'm going to help. I'm going to have him help me make those choices by just throwing it all into a heap into the trunk of the car, which is actually where it is now. I'm already packed up. I just wanted to squeeze in this podcast. So um, (laughs) if Darren's listening, hey, sorry, sorry, I'm late, man. I had to do a podcast real quick. Um, I had to get the before feelings out and down onto tape because I'm so excited. And I was like, Oh yeah, this will be good for the podcast. Um, good for life. Good for the podcast. So, uh, I don't know really what to bring. I'm just going to throw the whole kitchen sink, everything in the kitchen sink. Why, why is that an expression? Is that common? Is the kitchen sink something that would be like extra to throw in? Maybe if, you, if you're getting a hotel room, having a kitchen sink would be extra. I'm going to throw it all at you and the, and the kitchen sink. Doesn't that mean like all of it, throw everything at you? Or maybe it's like if, uh, if a guy gets dumped and his girlfriend is throwing shit out the window, you know, that classic cliche scene of her throwing his flannel shirts and his toothbrush out the second story window onto the lawn. And he's like in his boxer shorts, like, Oh baby, come on. I didn't mean it. We can work through this. Let's talk. Um, and she's like, fuck yeah. Throwing stuff out the second story window. Um, and then, and then maybe cause she's got super strength. She grabs the kitchen sink and throws it out the window too. Um, and, uh, and, and the boyfriend is like, Oh, you, you three even threw the kitchen sink. Um, that was a long way to go for that, but, uh, it was amusing in my head. And, uh, so I'm just going to throw, throw everything in the kitchen sink into my trunk and be like, dude, help me figure out what I need to bring. You know, which layers should I pair up? What do I absolutely not need? He seems like he's pretty cool with just going out there and like, all right, I got a few things that I need and I'm not going to worry about what I don't have. Um, so hopefully that rubs off on me a little bit and, and I can, you know, I can get some confidence from him and from his, uh, experienced opinion about something. That's the other. I just don't want to fail. I when I'm trying new things, I just don't want to fuck it up. <laughs> and when you're talking about going and spending a night in the Grand Canyon and hiking in and hiking out um, with nothing but what you bring on your back, that's that's a daunting thing to fail at. <laughs> you know, um, basically the only way you fail is if you don't get out and you die. So uh, let's let's cross my fingers, knock on wood, that that doesn't happen. Um, 
And uh, if it did, that would be a silly way to go. But uh, I still feel like it's worth it to go. Um, so other than that, anything else is succeeding. But you just succeed to degrees. Does it go according to plan? Do you make the most of it? Did you get lost? Did you get turned around? Was it was it effective? Was it beautiful? Was it transformative? I don't know. Those those are all different different measures of different facets of success. Hold on. I'm back. Sorry about that. I had to let the dog out. So it crossed my mind in the 30 seconds that I was letting the dog out that um, it's kind of funny that I'm riffing about how I'm thinking about this experience because I think part of the whole point is to go out there and one step in, in front of the other. And that's one of the beautiful things that, that, that you get to take away from this. Um, so I'm very excited to go experience that and see what that does to my like brain chemistry and just soul composition, you know, like how is, again, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think about it and, and assign human thoughts to this experience. And I'm like, maybe that's not what I need to do. So in a funny way, all the energy that I have to, to pour into this podcast through this microphone, through the cable, into the M audio preamp, into the computer, into the software program, and then all the, the extra stuff I have to do behind the scenes with saving it and naming it and up uploading it and actually convert it from wave to MP3 to load onto SoundCloud so that it doesn't take up too much space and streams better. I, I think, I hope at least. Hey, hey, Jack, quiet, buddy. No bark. He's not allowed to bark too much outside after the neighbor came over and told him not to. Um, that was a awkward confrontation with a neighbor. I, th I can't remember if I told that story or not, the, but I don't have time to get into it now. I'm going to have to start keeping track of what I say on this so that I don't repeat stories. Um, or just embrace that like life is progress ever forward. You know, if, if you feel like telling a story, tell it again, you know, no, no big deal. Um, so, so yeah, I'm trying to assign these human thoughts to this experience when really I just want to go so that I have an opportunity to go with the flow, um, which is going to be nice. Um, and, uh, and come back and share with my wife about, you know, this shared experience, although she did it many years ago and, and in her own time and, and in her own like soul space. Um, and I'm going to be doing it now. She's jealous. She gets a little mad right before I go away on, on any sort of trip or adventure. She's like, well, I'm a little jealous and I'm a little sad that you'll be gone. So I get a little angry before you leave. And I'm like, I'm still here. Don't take it out on me yet. Like, it's going to be fine. I'll be right back. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's really cute. I think it's I think it's because she loves me. She gets mad at me before I go. But, uh, yeah, that's just uh, one of those things. Um, man, it crosses my mind that if I, if I was ever able to support myself just with music stuff or by whatever means, you know, maybe if I have some cool business idea that I actually pursue and launch, or maybe I could just be the brains behind an operation and, and get somebody to pony up some money and I'll just be like, here, run with this idea. And then we hire some people and then we sit back and collect some cash. But yeah, if I wasn't beholden to an employer, I could be a lot more honest on this podcast and I think it would make it a lot better. I have to bite my tongue many, many times while I'm just riffing and I'm like, Oh, I'd love to say that because it's so true and so gritty and so real. Um, but I have to bite my tongue cause I'm like, ah, I don't want my boss hearing that. I don't want potential colleagues hearing that. I don't want someone who, you know, uh, finds this when they're, you know, if I'm a, applying for a different job sometimes, I think that kind of sucks. I think that sort of self-censorship is, is limiting in experience and, and I'm imposing it on myself, I guess it's, it's pretty, 
maybe it's egotistical to think that something I say on here would, would affect me negatively down the line. But, um, I don't know, it, it feels limiting and maybe one day that won't be the case. And I can say, um, you know, stuff along the lines of, you know, we had really nice love making last night because I had this trip coming up. So, um, that is the, one of the good things about going on adventures, even though she gets a little mad around the kitchen and, and helping out around the house, a little grumpy. I have to talk to her and get her to laugh and remind her that I'm there and Hey, let's hang out. You know, let's, let's have some quality time because you're going to be hunkered down with the kids for the next couple of days. So let's make the most of tonight and, uh, and have some sweet, sweet love. So, I mean, that happens too, but, um, yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll, get our permits, go situate ourselves at the trailhead, get all uh, locked and loaded, make sure we got some water, um, and then uh, hike down Saturday, have a recovery hangout day in the canyon Sunday, and then hike back out Monday. Uh, last I heard, forecast was for a little bit of rain um, overnight Sunday into Monday, so we might be hiking out in the rain, which also has me a little bit nervous. Um, back to some of my fears, which may or may not be uh, founded, People don't really say founded very much. They say unfounded a lot. That fear is unfounded, right? But people don't usually say that fear is founded. They'll say something like valid or legit. That shit is legit. Um, oh, another fear I have is while I'm sleeping, a big chunk of the canyon breaking off and a big rock just falling down and crushing me. Um, a, if it's a narrow pe part of the canyon where we're sleeping, what if like a bear has to walk through? Do bears walk through the canyon? I don't know. Mountain lions, nature, just nature in general. I'm really glad there's going to be two of us because I feel like two humans would intimidate a wild animal more than just one human. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that, that respect, I'm coming at you with respect, mother nature. Please don't fuck me up to prove your point. I, I respect the shit out of you. Please just... By the grace of God. Um, so hopefully those are unfounded fears. <laughs> um, time will tell. Uh, it really is. Really, time just tells. Time tells. If you didn't get the impression, I'm a little bit nervous. So I do just need to hit the road and take it one step at a time. Um... It'll be fine, and I'm really excited to compare and contrast my energy before this podcast and after, because um, I plan on doing another podcast after and uh, giving you a little rundown on how it went. That's, uh, but uh, then again, the best laid plans of mice and men, right? Mice and men, what was that, uh, Steinbeck? Do people say that, or is that just one that I say? The best laid plans plans of mice and men i don't remember the rest of it i just remember that that's the piece where it's like ah you know sometimes shit goes sour even though you got a plan well we'll see um i don't want to dwell on that sort of energy i was torn whether or not to bring any music i found this miniature ipod like the super duper mini that's like just a teeny light like square smaller than a tic tac box um that, uh, that I had laying around and I was like, Hey, I'll load some music on there. I don't know if I want, want to listen to music or not. I might just completely embrace like that stillness and the non, 
electricityness of of the moment. Um, but I am going to bring it just in case. I'm sure we'll be we'll be hiking for a while, and or if I just need a like a little safety blanket to latch onto. That's basically what it is. I'm bringing it as a safety blanket. If I get like a little bit too weirded out, if that happens, I'll just be like, you know what? I'm going to put on some tunes, sing along, tap my foot along, and jam out, and uh, it'll probably you know bring me back to a happy place. Little safety blanket there. Speaking of uh, tunage, uh, let's play a quick tune to wrap it up, and then uh, I got to get out of here. But uh, hold on just a sec. I'm going to put this microphone down on my shorts, crank the uh, volume a little bit, and uh, grab my guitar. So this is a song that I started playing a few years ago. I uh, I uh, call it OK, and it's about not being all alone in, in anything we do. Crash and burn 
Give so they say is the lesson to learn After all at the end of the day What matters still remains That I've got you and you've got me They've got us and each other To lean on and be leaned on To say what must be said when it all seems wrong Is I've got faith that I can feel Better than I felt before Is I know I'm gonna lose some fights, love, but I'm winning this war. Life gets bitter to make us tough. I mean to be kind, but sometimes I get rough. Cause I care about the long run, but I'm living today. So if Karen's overwhelming, I might need her to say to be okay. It's never only all on you We'll pull together My love won't see each other through It'll be okay, my dear And see each other through It'll be okay, my dear And see each other See each other through All right, um, that was okay That was an okay version of okay And sorry if it got a little clippy at the start I had to uh, start over I could blame it on I could blame it on sound malfunctions, uh, which I think one of which just happened. Um, or, or I could be honest and say that I just wasn't playing it very well. And you know what? That's just got to be what it is because I got to I gotta hit the road. I got to go back back into the Grand Canyon and, uh, and, and rock that, rock that biz niche. I got to go do that. All right. I'm all packed up. We got supplies. We're, we're young enough. This old, this old body's got a couple more miles in it. Come on. Come on, G. You can do this. All right. All right. Let out a little gas. This is getting into fighting mode. Let's go do this. All right. Everybody be good. Um, climb your own canyons or whatever. Ah, I'm freaked out. This is going to be crazy. Ah! All right. Wish me luck. And I'll check in with you later. Adios. Peace. song is that? Some 80s hipster song? <laughs>